SAFM, setting the nationwide agenda daily. In conversation next with Wayne Duvenich, who is uh, the Chief Executive Officer of the organiza- Organization Undoing a Tax Abuse Outer. So the National Student Financial Aid Scheme has announced that it has fired its Chief Executive Officer, Andile Nongono, over the 47 billion rand payment scandal. NSFS board officials made this decision uh, last night and the NSFS board chairperson, Ernest Koza, informed the Standing Committee of Public Accounts, SCOPA, about this decision. Wayne Duvenich now joining us on the line. Wayne, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, I don't even know where to start with this conversation, Wayne, because I remember when we had the interview about some of the concerns that you had and the information um, that you received about the irregularities um, around the awarding of this tender and how NSFIS at the time denied these allegations. And now the Werksman's attorneys have done their own investigations, of course, um, at the request of, 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 of the board, and all of these findings have been made. And now the decision has been taken to fire the CEO. Yeah, so I mean, exactly. You summed it up. You know, had they had they just engaged with us and I opened the door and said, "Well, tell us what you found and show us how you've arrived at these uh, decisions," they might have spared themselves a lot of embarrassment, a lot of time and money and and, and frustration uh, for the uh, students. Uh, so really, it's a classic example of government uh, just shutting the door on civil society. We're here to work with them, to assist them, to help them. And we see this far too often where we, where we work with whistleblowers, we get valuable information, we do thorough investigations, and they just ignore us as if they know better. Uh, and it really is sad. And I hope this is a lesson to uh, right up to Bladens and Monday, the minister, the board, and all of them who we wrote to. In fact, it was only uh, a couple of months ago where the minister was still uh, defending and dealing with and saying no, we've looked into this and everything. There's nothing untoward here. So they really are have, have been remiss in this whole process. But the other part about also the lessons that should be re- learned from this incident is that now money had to be spent because Werksman's attorney as well as mm-hmm. advocate Nukaitobi has to be paid um, yeah. to do this investigation. Um, whereas we could have avoided all of this and um, and make sure that there is accountability even before we get to appointing an independent um, law firm to come and conduct this investigation. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, and we are supported and funded by civil society who asks us to go and do this work. So we do it. We, we use their money and government uses taxpayers' money. It's a waste of money, quite frankly, uh, had they just engaged with us. And I think the uh, minister and the department, the board, should pick up those costs personally on on the additional work that they didn't really have to do had they uh, engaged with us, because it wasn't rocket science, this. I mean, we had all the evidence. We've showed them. In fact, this investigation goes way back to even before he was appointed as a CEO to NESFAS, when he was a CEO at the services centre, where we uncovered the modus operandi, the same people he took along with him into the NSFAS uh, 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 procurement processes. I mean, the uh, fingerprints were all over the place. It was so clear to see. It was so obvious. Uh, and yet they just ignored us. Uh, it really is strange that government has this behavior. But then again, maybe not so strange. Then the question also then becomes the internal processes around recruitment and also the vetting of the people that you are recruiting because it was also known that he had been implicated in that uh, service seat tender as well. Yes, exactly. So had 
they knew about that, and then they still went ahead. So it starts to ask the question or beg the questions, well, why did they do that? Have they, um, do they know things that we don't know? Are they themselves who are making these appointments implicated? It really is a, a serious concern. What about what happens with the bid adjudicating a committee as well as um, the the um, the evaluation committee as well? Because on one end you you have human beings that are sitting in these committees. Um, shouldn't the whistle be blown even before the deal is signed, even before the money is uh, is given to the fintech companies, so that we avoid the irregular expenditure one, but also the frustration that it has brought to the students. Yes, uh, I mean, those irregularities are very clear to see. Uh, had the bid adjudication committees and the oversight processes done their work, and really basic, straightforward work they would have uh, seen, the, flag, the red flags were there all along for us to see. Uh, so why they couldn't have seen them ourselves, uh, themselves, we don't understand this. But again, this is the nefarious type of activity that takes place where people do look away so that others can benefit. Yeah. There's another part to this conversation, and that is um, NSFAS is obviously part of a developmental state, and we're also in a developmental state that is trying to encourage um, entrepreneurship. Um, and with the fintech company, and I remember when we had this conversation, one of our listeners also called in and said that, but shouldn't we also have um, the state contributing to the development of these small companies like these fintech companies to ensure that they also grow and are able to provide services to the state? Yeah, look, I don't think anybody is opposed to that. But, uh, you know, they can be bought in. There's, there are many ways to to include them and make it an inclusive process. But what you don't do is set the pram- parameters correctly, uh, call for tenders, and then stop that process, change the uh, uh, the terms and then put it out to to, to tender again. Uh, where one of the you know it's very important that you have financial services board licensing and if you're going to handle funds of this nature. So yes, bring in the fintech companies to assist. Let them partner with the uh, bigger players, and the bigger players are happy to assist. But what you need is robust systems that are not going to uh, fail and succumb to the problems that they have. You need tried and tested things. But I think the bigger issue here is the costs. We could see that um, had, had nothing happened from the beginning, the, uh, the service providers to this process were going to make billions of rands. When we raised the flag, suddenly they dropped their fees and, and then things started to change. Uh, but we were onto them already and then the old system started to collapse. So it was more than just a fintech, uh, allowing fintech companies in and, and small uh, startups to be part of the process. This was had corruption written all over it, money-making like you cannot believe. Wayne Duvenage there is the Chief Executive Officer of the organization Undoing Tax Abuse.